Welcome to the Creating Salon Success Podcast, where you will find educational and inspiring interviews to help you create your dream salon. And here's your beauty salon, systemization expert, spa owner, and entrepreneur, Louisa Ashforth. Hi, I'm Louisa Ashforth from LA Training Academy Creating Salon Success. I'm here today with Elaine, and she's going to talk to us today about her journey. Hi, Elaine. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. So I'm not going to say too much about you. I'm just going to let you introduce yourself. So if you can just tell us a little bit about you and what it is that you do, please. Right then. Well, my name's Elaine Mitchell and I'm an empowerment coach. So I work with predominantly women, the business or a business and kids and just life in general. And they just feel a bit like they're either not in control or they've lost themselves. Oh, perfect. I'm sure we could all do with a little bit of that. Um, but you've not always done that, have you? Tell us a, a little bit about where you started and how you've ended up being a coach. I wanted to be a beauty therapist. I've um, no idea why. Obviously, just <laughs> um, and, and <laughs> So when I trained to the beauty therapist, I... Um, I was at school at my inter, you know, the um, options interview it was like, what are you going to do when you leave school? And I said, I want to be a beauty therapist. And I'll never forget Mrs. Henderson, the head of you. I don't know. I'm just, you can't be a beauty therapist because you're, you bite your nails, you've got acne and you're far too clever. And I was like, well, yeah, I do bite my nails and I have got acne. And it just totally floored me, gave my confidence such a drop oh, that I didn't do beauty therapy. I went and did fashion design. Uh, I didn't hate design. Yeah, yeah. I didn't hate fashion design, but I just didn't fit and I didn't yeah. enjoy enjoy being at college. So then I left and went to work in an office, which I didn't enjoy as well. Um, so I trained to the beauty at the age of 24, um, went to college part-time, couple of nights a week was way back in the day when you did the whole, all the everything. You did facials, waxing pedicures, manicures, makeup, everything was included and then I had an add-on course of massage as well. It just shows that when you've got that passion or that calling that you end up there anyway don't you? So I did my beauty therapy um, course and then I'd got a car and I didn't want to work in a salon because I had no confidence. I got absolutely no confidence. Oh. I just didn't feel confident enough to go and work in a salon. And to be honest, I didn't really want to go and work in a salon or behind a counter or anything. So I set up on my own and I did beauty therapy mobile. Um, so yes, I went round and did mobile beauty therapy. And because I was a civil servant, I worked in a, a big office, a big office in Sheffield. And I used to do like eyelashes, waxing and, and things in the canteen or in the in the spare rooms or anything in my lunch anyway, shower and break yeah <laughs> i suppose you were in demand that people want to take the opportunity while they can have it on their lunch time you know yeah, definitely so yeah you were obviously uh you know thinking about it now that's really popular isn't it for people for therapists to go into businesses so you were way ahead of the game you could have <laughs> you were already I doing didn't know. it i didn't know i had no idea <laughs> Well, it sounds like this Mrs. Henderson's got a lot to answer for because she should have been doing this way before and she's knocked your confidence, but yeah. now you're helping people uh, increase yeah. their confidence. So in a weird way, maybe like she's actually helped you. Like we yeah. do it when we're meant to do it, I guess. I, I believe in that. Um, and also you're now helping other people. So you've obviously found your confidence. And yeah. 
not even realizing how ahead of the game you were, or should I say, and such an independent person to actually just go out there and think, I don't want to work in this hour, I'm just going to do it myself. So yeah, totally. quite driven then. I am a bit of a maverick. I don't like being told what to do. So, <laughs> but I think the, the main thing came about is, is when I, I, I love makeup. I used to love, I don't wear a great deal of makeup myself, but I love putting makeup on people. I love helping them to, to find different looks and things like that. Yeah. I used to do a lot of bridal makeup and I was right. a bridal trainer in the area helping people to get bridal looks and that sort of thing. Oh. I, had a, I had a really, really lovely portfolio. I used to love it. Um, so, so yeah, so, but I, I always remember doing, I used to do quite a lot of um, men as well, transvestites. Oh, wow. I remember one particular weekend, I was at a, a full event and, and one, one girl did all the makeup and, and, and she said, right, I'm going to Meadow Home now to do some shopping. I've got to go and buy some artwork because my family um, think that, that John, it wasn't that name, but the family think that John is on an art exhibition in Nutella, so I've got to go and buy some art. And oh, I just thought, how sad is that? Because yeah. that, that girl yeah. was in an absolute element with all the makeup on, absolutely loved feeling as she felt at that time. But then as soon as that makeup came off, into a different world and was not the true self. Even if you got all the makeup on and you looked wonderful on the outside, if what's in here is not, congruent if it's not showing if you are not not saying the same inside as what the outside looks you're going to be unhappy so I, I trained to become a coach and I trained to um to develop myself so that my confidence grew because I was exactly the same it was like oh yeah I can make everybody else feel wonderful that makes me feel wonderful but when I'm not making people feel wonderful I don't feel so wonderful myself inside. So I did a lot of work on that, on, on my personal confidence, on my self-esteem and, and, and all that. And learning business as well, because I was rubbish when I was mobile. Absolutely rubbish. <laughs> I never made any money. I was oh, like... Yeah, you were that person that wasn't charging enough money, weren't you? And you drive me insane. <laughs> and, I know. And, and I do. I did. And a lot of people do that. When we've got a passion for something, we just... You forget about the money, don't you? And you're not running it as a business. And I think every therapist, including me, um, you know, I was that person who was charging college prices when I came out of college. Because you're devaluing yourself, it's, it's, it doesn't give you the opportunity to grow and develop because you're not valuing what you're doing. So then your clients just want cheap stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, good to Elaine, she's dead cheap, she's really good, dead cheap, don't know why she don't put prices up, well because, yeah. because you're not giving me the opportunity to. <laughs> yeah, we've just, it, it's, I was just talking to her about this earlier and it's all about like reverse engineering, isn't it? So it's almost like, what do you want out of your business and life in general? And we've kind of got to almost work backwards to, in order to achieve that. And like you said, a lot of it, it actually starts from within though, doesn't it? We've got yeah. to feel good. So it's not just about how much money I want to earn. It's about how do I want to feel? What do I want out of life? And yeah. I think that's an amazing transition that you've actually come across a client that you're working with and, and you know, doing a treatment on, but then you've actually had a realization moment of actually, I want to help these people as well as helping myself. Like that is an amazing journey because people do open up to us when we're therapists don't they yeah yeah it's, it is a bit scary how much they they just open up and you think but obviously it's 
you know, look at where you are now to know you're an empowerment coach. And actually, um, so tell us a little bit more about that. How, what is it that you're doing with people? Obviously, you're helping their confidence, but how do you work with people? I work um, personally, face to face. Well, Zoom to Zoom at the moment. Uh, I've got to say, I'm actually loving it. I'm loving doing face to screen consultations yeah. and speaking because as a coach we we have to learn how to interpret what people are saying so we go on the whole lot the body language the what you don't say is often more important than what you do say having just that bit to look at is is quite intense from my point of view yeah. because people are in their own home or they're in their own they're in their own space mm. they're more relaxed so they're coming across and i can ask a, a question and that you can really see them thinking oh yeah. whereas finding when working face to zoom it's much quicker and people are, are getting more realizations and, and a deeper understanding much quicker than what they've had before so it's um it's i'm loving it <laughs> oh that's good though and i bet people can't hide their face obviously can't they? you know like if you sat opposite someone you can sort of look down and you yeah. but when you're on on like we are now it is face to face literally face to face and i'm always told that my face speaks volumes although i'm saying one thing my face is saying another and when you yeah. can't see yourself you're not aware really of always like your body language are you and your facial expressions um so oh i i love the fact that you're finding the positivity in this though because so many people it. i'm really enjoying it <laughs> not, are they? oh that's good yeah um, i am working with a lot of people who are struggling to deal with yeah. it as well so they've had like a massive shift in in their in the perspective of what they do and how they do it so working with people on that but i do have like online groups and online trainings that that i do as well so and obviously guesting on on things like this yeah so. no it's great um obviously uh, i see you on lots of different things and lots of different groups and you hold, hold events as well don't you obviously when we can um just tell us the name of your company that you do that with because i love his name oh we'll do yeah i love it <laughs> so just obviously i know we're not particularly talking about that but it is one of your events and i think it'd be amazing for people to come to because i'm sure you've got another one lined up at some point um obviously i know we don't know when but i'm guessing there'll be one coming in the future hopefully yeah i mean it was the the first the initial one we did was a few years ago uh, but people still ask us about it um, and the woo and becca stevenson is the do so we combine each other really well because I, I like sort of have the like the the creativity and and the bit out there thoughts and things whereas becky's like right let's get this done and and she's like the brains behind the business shall we say well we had her on here actually uh just uh, not planned that conversation then but just thought about it actually we had her on for our customer journey and yeah. uh, putting systems in place but yes yeah, she is very um you know this is what you need to do get on with it and stuff but we all need a little bit of woo as well don't we so yes. Definitely, and I think because I, I did, uh, I trained in Reiki as well when I was um, going through my transition from from beauty. I think the the Reiki has made a massive impact on on me personally and helped me to be more in tune with myself, with people, and and just generally more accepting and balanced. We don't see that kind of end result. We we almost plan it along the way and. And I'm all for goals and strategies, but I, I agree with you. I did Reiki and it, it is life changing, isn't it? And it makes you 
see and feel things differently. And although you're aware you need to have goals and strategies, um, you've also got to make sure that you put yourself first. And some of my goals and strategies are more about my mindset and keeping that in place before I start trying to put some of the other things in place. So it's, uh, I think it's good to have somebody like yourself because then you're a bit of an accountability partner as well, aren't you, for somebody, I suppose? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I do, obviously. And we do, when I'm working with clients, we, we work a lot on, um, every time we have a session, they finish with what I call a power of three. So they finish with three um, goals, achievements, activities that they're going to complete before we next meet. But we've also got to have the main accountability is honesty. And if yeah. you're not, if you're... Yeah putting out something that you're going to be holding yourself accountable to but then it doesn't fit and it's not right there's no point plugging away and plugging away we've all heard of elevator pitches and things like that but you actually call your something different don't you and it is all about being you um, yeah so tell us just a little tiny bit about that because i think we might have to have you back on for that because we all need to learn how to sell ourselves <laughs> yeah, i call it elevator pitch to passion pitch it, i love networking i've run networking groups before with 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 lots of people and individually um but yeah i think the the elevator pitch is is just ridiculous it's a ridiculous concept from from the moment you think about it because we're british we don't get in an elevator we get in a lift we certainly don't talk to people when we get in the lift we're like oh can't speak can't speak so why would you say give me your elevator pitch because that just gives totally negative connotations anyway i'm big on how we word things just think you love your business or your job or whatever it is you're doing you need to talk to somebody about it bring that passion that you've got about it in and bring it in by giving a story giving a testimonial saying a funny story about something that happened to you on the way to the office i think they say don't they people buy from people um, yeah. and passion you don't need to tell someone you're passionate do you because people can see that used to, as a when i first qualified as a coach did lots of networking <laughs> so I used to go to the networking and it was like uh, oh, I'm, an, I'm a coach, I'm a coach. And I, I used to get to me and I'd say, well, this is like death by life coaching tape. What on earth? I, yeah, I can help you change your life. I can help you do this, but you've got to like me and I've got to like you to at that rather than this is what we're going to do and this is how I can make you feel. Because this, everybody else is saying the same thing. You need to be able to differentiate yourself and say, well, this is me, this is me you don't even need to talk about what you do it's about how you make people feel i think you're right it, it does play a big part you've got to be and you've got to fit together and you? you've got to gel when i used to do um my massage <laughs> and my and facials i used to love doing like big long luxurious facials on people and i used to really really get face on if people talked <laughs> you're like you're supposed to be relaxing sleep <laughs> A bit, a lot of people have come to fact, discover that that half an hour of them talking non-stop about the kids, about the work, about whatever, is there relaxing because yeah. they're proud. They, they may well be in a relationship at home where they're not allowed to have a voice. They're not allowed to have an opinion. So it's, it's like being able to discover that and find that out. But you, you need the clients who resonate with you and who like you you want people to come to you who you are going to enjoy serving i've like recommended um other other coaches and therapists to um to clients who've not resonated 
and yeah. and we've not we've not been on that same wavelength or that or that gel has not happened so yeah i'll pass them on because if i can't help them then i know somebody else can yeah and that makes you a really honest and genuine person as well doesn't it so, and i think people come back to you or recommend you based on that alone so just to sort of like um talk about something else because i think you're selling yourself a bit short because you've um written books and everything haven't you oh, yeah, I, have, I have oh i've got a copy here oh. that is not that is not fixed actually but <laughs> it's not because she um obviously you sent me a, a brief through didn't you a little bit obviously i know you anyway but a little bit about yourself and i thought there's not even a single book mentioned on here like why not Ta-da. <laughs> Oh, amazing. What's it called? Well, that's it. Oh, seven steps to self empowerment and amazing. Yeah. So yeah, so it's uh, it came about. Um, it's probably this is it's it's two years old, but this edition is the revamped one and and the the one that I'm most proud of. The first one, it was like, oh, I get a book out because somebody just said. So I just bundled it together. <laughs> A bit shameful but yeah got it printed self-published and had copies on there at that time afterwards i was like mm, it needs a bit more to it so i have revamped it and it's called seven steps to self-empowerment so there's seven different um aspects to it all designed to help you find yourself and then to be empowered to show everybody yourself wow it's it's like the basis is always gratitude that's what i work on gratitude so the that. basis is gratitude with gratitude people think that it's a to-do list and it's not about that it's about getting into the habit getting into the regime if you like when you first start and then after a while you like realize and you think oh i wouldn't have behaved like that three weeks ago three months ago three years ago whatever i wouldn't have looked at that element before but now look at it and we just see things so differently it doesn't stop things from being horrendous at all but it helps you to cope with it much easier the so gratitude's the foundation then it goes on to different things over a course of either seven days seven weeks seven months over whatever there's seven different tasks in it and then the back pages journal pages so you just journal your progress through it I read something the other day and it said if you're grateful for things you can't possibly see the negative and I I love being grateful for things and people think I'm a bit crazy like um obviously I, I've got this group on Facebook called Creating Selling Success which obviously a lot of my listeners are part of um but I'm always going to about morning routines and gratitude and that gratitude is part of my morning routine as I'm sure it is yours um and it's not like you say it's not about um a jobs list or a to-do list it is genuinely seeing it life a different way isn't it I th but i think it's also important that you do realize that you can still feel negativity oh, you can yeah. still be angry you can still be cross you can still really really get rock bottom yeah. but it helps you to build your resilience quick but it also helps you to, to step into what what I, which is my second step in the power of three into acceptance and yeah. acceptance is being able to understand um that things happen we can't always have um a jolly hockey sticks approach to things but we can then be able to deal with them much easier much quicker and with a sense of well-being and knowledge that things that's life
yeah. that is what yeah. it's about so it's certainly not a to-do list it's it's a tool that you need in your life totally i think it's great and i think when you do work on your mindset and you work on it daily because uh, people think oh i feel good now so i'll just park that and not bother but it is it's a lifestyle change isn't it where um yeah. and like you said we all feel rubbish at times and things are not right in our business or right in our lives and we just it's about kind of disciplining your mind it's essential it's like if you go to the gym and then you stop going to the gym you're soon going to get flabby and your muscle you're going to get muscle wastage and i call it flexing your gratitude muscle if Ooh, you start you, you, if you stop you need to be able it, it soon pumps up quicker so if you have like a week off don't think oh gratitude don't work i'm rubbish at this it does but you've just forgot about it for a while just like if you stopped going to gym i love that plus it's good to have a book like yours to refer back to because i think then you're reinforcing it all the time aren't you and and i, I don't know about you but when i read a book i'll i could read it two or three times and you pick something else up all the time from it don't you that is obviously just needed at that time yeah totally and i said that with with a lot of like my clients if you find a coach everything i say is nothing life-changing and nothing new and i am like marmite you love me or you hate me but you've got it's it's that's what it's about and i kind of read something or seen something three four five times and then i'll read it again and i'll think oh because i'm in the right place yeah. at the right time of the right mind to receive that information and think now i get it when you actually oh yeah i get it You've got that internal shift and it makes a massive difference totally massive difference i love that i love that so um so uh, where could people buy your book from then uh me myself uh on my website if you just i've got it it is on amazon but you'll get a quicker delivery if you come straight to myself and it's free postage and packaging so you can either send me a message or my website is elainemitchell.co.uk and it's seven steps to self-empowerment so um obviously it's a really awkward time at the minute obviously because we're still in lockdown and stuff uh, so people are struggling with their mindset and everything so top tip i know we've had loads here but what top tip would you leave us with today just to try and keep what people get people started what top tip i've not got one to hand actually i have got a top tip to hand but i was just going to try and show you one to hand oh i can use oh. this so top tip get yourself a hair bubble okay. or something like that stick it on your non-dominant wrist so i'm right-handed this has gone on my left every time you have a thought that does not serve you so a negative thought or you know you get the voices in your head and it's like a teacher from childhood or ingrained on you and giving you a story of you're rubbish you're not good enough i knew you were going to do that because you always do every time you get one of those thoughts in your head twanky band and you've got to give it a good pull <laughs> so it stings <laughs> yes that's it because then you can snap out of it and then you just look at the opposite end of that thought oh. so um i'm rubbish i always do that well not every time do you always do that what can i do instead of doing that and just just look for the alternative so twangy band oh thank you so much elaine for coming on this has been so good and obviously i love the woo side of things anyway so i could talk about this forever 
you're more than welcome thank you for having me thanks so much for listening i'm louisa ashford i hope you have got so much value from this podcast as always thank you so much to our guests for coming on now if you haven't already please subscribe to my Podbean channel and also don't forget to take a look at my youtube channel so you can see all of these exciting videos there is also the membership site louisaashford.co.uk and of course the free facebook group where there is loads of educational material at creating talent success Thanks so much.